Yo fam, Coach Sam, Strong Jans Coaching, back with another episode for you guys. And on today's episode, I'm covering how you can fight off hunger cravings, okay? You're trying to lose weight, you've been modifying your diet, you're working out a little bit, but you're getting hungry, you're getting cravings, and you can't seem to figure out how to get over that, how to stop that from happening, or how to make it a little less annoying and severe. But before we begin, gents, you know exactly what I'm going to ask of you if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, and that is if you can please leave a positive review for this podcast, smash that five-star review button, and if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please take 30 seconds of your time to write a written review for this podcast. I'm trying to grow this podcast to reach as many men as possible, and I need your help. It takes a tribe gentlemen. So get over there, leave a positive review. I greatly appreciate it. And when you're done listening to this episode, make sure to share it with two friends. All right, let's jump right in, gentlemen. Let's give you a scenario here. Um, You are overweight, you have to lose 30 pounds, and you are three weeks into your new lifestyle of eating healthier and exercising. But what has been kicking your ass is those hunger pains, that gnawing in the middle of your gut, that constant thought in the back of your head of, man, I could use some food right now. What can we do to make this less annoying or to get rid of it altogether? Well, first thing is first, gentlemen, hunger. The hunger signal is going to happen sometimes with weight loss. That's just how it is. You have to come to terms with that. You have to understand that being hungry is not the end of the world and that being hungry does not mean you are supposed to eat, okay? Hunger is actually um, a signal that our brain gets from our stomach when it starts to shrink, okay? Uh, We release uh, certain chemicals uh, that are related to eating and hunger. One of them is called ghrelin and one of them is called leptin, and they are released um, and sent to the brain uh, when the stomach stretches out and when it also comes back into its normal size. Now, The hormone that causes hunger is called ghrelin, um, and that hormone is released when the stomach is shrinking, and it's telling your brain, hey, our stomach is shrinking, there's no more food in here, we want more food, give us more food, we want more food. Uh, So it's it's good to understand why hunger occurs. Um, It's not because you're supposed to eat right now, it's not because you definitely need food right now, it's your body saying, hey, there's no more food in my stomach, put more food in there, but you don't need food all the time. And sometimes that hardwiring, your biological, physiological hardwiring is faulty. It's telling you to eat food when you are 60 pounds overweight. It's telling you you are hungry and you're starving and you need to put something in your stomach, although you are 60 pounds overweight, right? So we can't listen to that stuff all the time. It is not 100% accurate, but that's how hunger works. So now that you know how hunger works, you know that you don't have to eat all the time, even when you're hungry. You can fight that off. Sorry, I dropped the microphone. Um, you can fight those feelings off now that you know that it's just a chemical reaction happening because your stomach is shrinking and you're getting hungrier because your body's saying, I need more food in my stomach when you don't. Okay, so now that you understand that, it is necessary to know certain ways where you can fight off that signal because it's just super annoying and it can be distracting. That's the downfall of being hungry. Being hungry really isn't a problem, right? Like, especially if you're super overweight and you ate two hours ago and you start getting hungry, you're not gonna die from that hunger pain, right? Like that signal of being hungry is just the fact that you're so used to food, your body's like, no, keep feeding me, right? Um, 
It's just more annoying than anything. It's nothing serious. So how do we fight that off? Well, one way to fight that off is uh, with the use of a supplement, and that supplement is called caffeine. Uh, caffeine is a natural appetite suppressant. If you drink caffeine, you will notice that you're not as hungry. Uh, so you can, if you get this midday hunger craving between your meals and your dieting, you could throw um, some caffeinated beverage in there, whether it's uh, black coffee or a diet soda or a zero calorie energy drink or a tea, something like that. Um, that's going to fight off those hunger cravings and allow you to get to your next meal without having so much of those nagging uh, hunger pains in your stomach. That is one way. Another way is to make sure you're properly hydrated, so drinking a lot of water. Uh, drinking a lot of water also helps stretch out the stomach, uh, which will reduce uh, the amount of ghrelin that is produced in the body, which reduces the severity of those hunger pains. So that's another way is to make sure you're staying up on your hydration by drinking a lot of water. Uh, and then a couple other ways is by um, taking advantage of, of uh, modern science, right? So diet sodas, sugar-free drinks. These drinks are usually zero calories or close to it. Um, and they taste really good and they fill you up a little bit, especially if it's uh, a carbonated drink like a diet soda um, or any type of seltzer or something like that. That'll help fill you up. Uh, the flavor in those and the sweetness is also going to cut the craving for actual food. So those are great. Um, they do help a lot, and um, uh, one of the benefits of kind of like two birds with one stone is if you drink a diet soda, a lot of diet sodas have caffeine in it, so that could not only just cut your sweet tooth, but also the caffeine effects of the diet soda will also uh, kill some of those hungering, hunger signals away and make it easier to deal with. And then on top of that, guys, is to really um, be... Uh, uh, meticulous with your diet and be on point because you can program your hunger signals. You absolutely can. I have done it. I have had clients do it. I know many other people that have done it. It just takes discipline. So what, what does that mean you can program your hunger signals? Well, a lot of us, probably you, just eat erratically. We eat when we are hungry, not when we are supposed to eat. Okay, we go off those hunger signals. So it's just erratic. We just eat at random times. We're just hungry, right? But if you can take three weeks to not eat until you are supposed to eat and you do that and allow your body to adapt to those times, you will not get hungry. I promise this. You will not get hungry anymore until about 20 minutes before you're supposed to eat your meal. So for example, for me, I eat every three and a half to four hours, okay? I do not get hungry until about 20 minutes before I'm supposed to have my next meal. So if I eat my first meal, let's just say 6 a.m., okay, I will not get hungry until around 9 a.m. I won't get hungry. The hunger feelings start when I usually have my next meal, a couple minutes beforehand, right? Um, so what you can do is understand that you can program your hunger signals. You can start to eat your meals around the same time within a half hour every single day, especially if you have a desk job, it is so easy. Like you're not going anywhere, right? Um, so it's so easy to eat around the same time every single day. And especially now when you're working at home, most of you are just working at home. Nobody even knows what you're doing. You could be working in your kitchen, right? Uh, which you probably shouldn't do because you're probably gonna end up snacking, but it's just to bury the, the hatch at home here a little bit, um, is that it's way easier to eat 
uh, around the same time every single day than people think it is. They just don't want to actually stick to it for three weeks to make it part of their life. But that is another way to deal with those hunger pains is to program your uh, eating and eat every three to three and a half hours. That seems to be the golden spot for most people. Uh, and that doesn't matter if you're following it. Uh, intermittent fasting style diet or eating all day diet. It doesn't matter. If you start eating at 12 p.m. in the afternoon, your first meal is at 12, your next meal is between 3 and 3.30, your next meal is between 6 and 6.30, so on and so forth, right? So it doesn't matter if you're following intermittent fasting or not. The concept remains the same. People who have done intermittent fasting know that after about two, three weeks, you don't get hungry in the morning anymore until right before it's about to be your first meal time because you have programmed your body not to be hungry in the morning and to expect food at a certain time. It's the same thing like if you uh, have ever had a dog before, which I hope you've had the experience of having a dog. They are absolutely amazing. I can't wait to get another dog. I just don't have the time right now. It would be selfish for me to get a dog because it wouldn't be the best um, conditions for the dog because I won't be home a lot. But it uh, hurts my heart, but I do love dogs. Uh, and it's the same thing with dogs. If you ever had a dog, you know uh, if you miss your dog's feeding window by five minutes, it will be at the bowl whining. But it won't be at the bowl whining three hours before it's supposed to eat. Dogs are programmed when they are supposed to eat, and they really don't get hungry until those times. You will notice if you own a dog that if you're always giving it snacks, it always seems to be hungry. But if you restrict those snacks to right after it eats the meal, it will be satisfied and it won't ask for more snacks or it won't whine next to the bowl if the meal and the snack are paired together. This is something that I noticed when I owned a dog. It's something I noticed from my friends who own dogs. And because dogs aren't ourselves and we are responsible for them, for some reason we are better at being disciplined with our dog than ourselves. So treat yourself like a dog and eat like a dog. I say this all the time. Uh, it's one of my favorite diets. It's called the dog diet. You eat like a dog. That means you eat the same thing around the same time every single day for a long duration of time until you have hit your goals. Okay, love that diet. It builds discipline. It also helps people's digestive systems. It helps people's health overall. You're not erratic anymore. You gain some personal responsibility and some control. And then you learn what you can throw in here and there. You can sprinkle in some treats just like a dog does and enjoy your life and enjoy your diet. Um, that's really all I got, guys. Uh, hunger is always going to be there, but those are some ways that you can fight it off. And uh, realizing that hunger is just a signal. Um, from your stomach to your brain, it is not the end of the world. And just because you are hungry doesn't mean you have to eat. If you are 60 pounds overweight uh, and you just ate two hours ago and you are quote unquote starving, no, you don't need to eat. You're not going to die. Chances are you should probably not eat for another two hours. Uh, and with that being said, gentlemen, that is all I got for you today. And I can't wait for the next one. So if you could please do me a favor. And uh, drop a five-star review if you haven't already. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, again, please take 30 seconds to leave a written review because I'm trying to grow this podcast to reach as many men as possible, and I need your help. It takes a tribe. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the support. Now go ahead and share this episode with two of your closest friends who could use this information. Until next time, gents, get strong and stay strong. Peace.